Hi, how's it going? Welcome to today's podcast episode. I'm in my sitting room because it's so warm in the UK this week and the sun is currently beating in the window of my office. So I have relocated. It was a big upheaval. It took me about 15 minutes to move all the equipment into the sitting room. So it's such a tough life. Today we're talking about belting. We're talking about releasing your music and not feeling icky or phony about it when you're promoting it on social media. We're also going to talk about just motivating yourself, disciplining yourself, getting these things done when you're the boss of you and you don't have somebody else to be accountable for when you're trying to get things over the line and not also being tyrannical with yourself and overworking yourself and getting burnt out and then having no productivity for months because you pushed yourself too far. So those are the topics for today. I am Gemma, by the way. I help singers become artists. What does that mean? Well, that means helping you with your artist identity, helping you with your voice, getting you to record the music, helping you find a producer, helping you get better at songwriting, help you get better at social media, bring you into my community of other independent artists. Yeah, it's really fun. I just spent time over COVID being like, what would be my, my dream, dream job if I could like make it up? oh yeah you can make it up because we've the internet and it's 2023 and you can do whatever you want with your life yeah that's what i do and if you ever want to work with me you can check the link in the description below so this is the pro vocal artist podcast therefore we're going to have a pro tip we're going to have a vocal tip and we're going to have an artist tip i'd like to start with the vocal tip if that's okay the vocal tip is I had an interview with a wonderful Bast Be A Singing Teacher group. So they have a podcast and they also have a training online course system for teachers. And when I had a singing school in Ireland, I used BAST Be A Singing Teacher as a company to train me and to train my singing teachers. And I loved it. And it was probably, I would say the place I started to really fall in love with voice science or, or the the gateway so if you want a really good teacher training experience that's your recommendation on the interview i was being asked a lot of questions about what's the difference between a light mix a belt mix a mixed belt a head mix and i was like oh oh i don't know like i was actually kind of drawing a blank and i was like why am i drawing a blank about all of this and i'm on this like live interview and i was like it's because i never have to think about this and why do I never have to think about this? Because I work with artists. I work with people who are writing their own music and releasing their own music. And we think in a different way to singers who might be auditioning for roles in musicals or, or singers who may be, you know, in a pop training college or working to become session singers and singers for hire. And the categorization in those industries is fairly relevant it's very useful it's very good for organizing things like we need somebody to fulfill this role and they need to have a belt to da 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 note and it's all about defining what is a belt and what is a mix and what is head and what is chest because essentially all of those things are on a continuum right it's a lot more it's not as like nice and boxed off like we would love it to be and um, the voice works in a continuous way both acoustically and physiologically laryngeally there's loads of overlap and there can be a lot of objectivity or subjectivity sorry subjectivity i mean to who thinks what is a mix and who thinks you know it's just different definitions so we don't end up having to get bogged down on it because our industry doesn't require it and um, instead the questions i tend to ask in a session with an artist will be okay how do you like that do you want it to be heavier or do you want it to be lighter 
Do you want it to be brighter or do you want it to be warmer? Do you want it to be breathier or do you want it to be cleaner? And we don't really get caught up in the categorization too much. Now we do talk about mix all right. And we do talk about, but belting, not so much. I might use it here and there, but I haven't had to kind of lock us into definitions about that. And I love that. I, I like working like that. I like feeling that flexibility with the palette of different things and different buttons we can push in the voice rather than feeling very standardized. So what do I want you to take from that? It's like, think of an artist like Sia. She's not very like, well, I don't know, but I can't imagine her being like, well, I'm, I have a belt to this note and I have a light mix chest in this other thing. And she's not really bogged down in those categorizations because she doesn't need to. She just sings it, she feels it, she sings it, and then we post analyze it. So if you're somebody who's like, I have to get the perfect belt, I need a belt before I can release music, before I can write music, I need to have a perfect belt. If you're, in any way thinking like that, you're absolutely missing the point of being an artist. Being an artist, your flaws are your gifts and your limitations are your gateway to creativity. And like you need to be, if you're even if you're covering songs, you need to be reimagining songs. And if you can't sing the song the way the original singer sung it, yes, now you're gonna have to be creative and work around your limitations. I think that with artists that I work with, I want you to find your home for your voice. And then we can also work on extending the possibilities for your voice. But so many people get, I don't know, just caught up in the, in the specific sounds of these voice categories and overlook all the gold that they already have as a vocalist. There were my thoughts that I wanted to share on voice categorizations such as belt. My artist highlight from last week was a coaching call I have with one of my students who is about to release a song that she cares about so much and I understand why she cares about it so much because this is one hell of a song. I am so excited about it being released personally. Uh, every time I hear four bars of this song I am crying like it's an absolute tear warning kind of song. She was talking to me like, okay, what should I do? Should I have this pre, you know, the pre-save link and then the out now? And should I do some, you know, I don't want to wear people out with the, it's coming out, it's coming out, it's coming out. Do I do that like slider artwork? So going with all those typical release norms that you see online, new track about to drop, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, we can do what, what that is, which is kind of like scarcity deadline marketing. But what's more important, what's more impactful, what's going to be more magnetic for people is you genuinely showing up on the internet over the next couple of weeks and expressing to us why this song means so much to you because she's procrastinated about releasing it. I'm like, talk about why that, why you've done that. Talk about why it's so important to you to put the song out into the world. I think in life in general, this might feel like really cliched advice, but sometimes the really cliched stuff is the stuff that's like really worth listening to. You can't fail if you just speak from the heart. If you are wanting to do that, like it's out now, da 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 da. It is so important that we feel your excitement about it being out now. Why would we be excited about your song being out now if we can't feel that you are? 
okay and those feelings are contagious they actually do translate through the video stuff that you show up on i definitely think that's the big differentiator between videos of artists like say doing that short form video marketing on tiktok or shorts or on instagram reels i think that the thing that separates the men from the boys the girls from the women is the emotional energy that's in the video because you see somebody you know switch on their camera and they just start singing their song and they're a little bit far away from the camera and it's kind of static and i'm just like you don't seem to you're just kind of going through the motions here why should i care why should i keep watching we will watch if we feel like somebody's genuinely experiencing an emotion but now the student is doing that and she's capturing herself in these really honest off the cuff moments where she's posting them on stories and um, hopefully she's going to repurpose those stories on reels i need to say that to her um where she's just totally speaking from the heart and she's everybody is just responding so warmly to her like her comment section is absolutely blowing up on the videos because people can feel her and see her and connect and relate and just it's lovely the, the whole point of being on social media is about connecting with people and you know i think some of us have this feeling like as an artist you need to be like mysterious wearing sunglasses and you're so cool and who are you we don't know like <laughs> you can do that when you're massive right now you don't really have in my opinion the luxury to do that you need to show up and show us who you are and you have to have some skin in the game or like you have to have there's a cost of entry you know so the and the cost of entry entry is usually being a bit vulnerable in the way that maybe i feel like hopefully i'm being vulnerable right now i don't feel like i'm very developed at speaking just off the cuff like this on a podcast and i'm trying to figure it out and i'm not it's not scripted this isn't very controlled so i could say anything and i do tend to say anything sometimes but i'm like that's probably a really good thing because i don't know it's it's just important that people feel like they can connect with you and that they can trust you and that you're being genuine so that's my advice about releasing music. Just make sure that it's very intentional and that you are totally speaking from the heart. And that's more important than how tactical you are. You know how strategic you are about like getting the perfect day and the perfect time and the perfect hashtag and the perfect caption and the perfect image, all of that stuff. It's, it's absolutely pointless if there's no heart behind the promotion. And finally, my pro tip is we've been having a discussion in the community about discipline. Now, there is a running joke about me in the community that I want to be a robot. Now, I have started and I propagate this joke but, and maybe nobody else thinks it's funny. I think maybe I'm just having my own personal joke with myself, but I dream of being a robot. I, I love it when I am really habitual and meticulous and repetitive about my life that's when I am the happiest because everything that I want to do in my day I'm getting to do and I hate the days where the kind of rug is pulled from underneath me or I pull my own rug from underneath me by making some poor choices like sleeping in or you know eating food that doesn't make just kind of messes up my energy or skipping a workout or delaying doing a certain piece of work that i'm supposed to do or 
just things that tend to scupper my plans and actually make me feel really crappy about myself and not enjoy my day. And when I'm very regimented about my day, like what I'm doing right now is work. This is unreal. I love what I do right now. Like this is so cool, but I could have easily procrastinated about it. Been like, oh, I can't be bothered doing my hair and oh, I might just maybe do the emails instead or like, you know, but I'm like, no, this is a really important thing to do. You can blast out your emails later in this other time. You just come on, get up, go. You have to get up early now and you have to get your shower in if you want to make sure that you get to the gym on time and all of those things. And I, you're, I suppose you're like building a lot of trust with yourself, a lot of respect for yourself when you repeatedly do all of these things. But it's also required me to say no a lot no to drinking no to some socializing but sometimes when i'm in those situations where i'm drinking and socializing i'm just like mm, i kind of want to be working i kind of want to be doing i kind of want to be getting an early night so i can get up early and make videos and think about my business and so i suppose i'm in a really fortunate position where my work is my play i just I'm trying to reframe discipline to the students that I work with. And it's not that you're being tyrannical to yourself. You're actually, it's just like getting yourself out of scrolling endlessly on your phone and letting that take away your time. So that's like an undisciplined thing to do. But in my eyes and like disciplining makes you feel like, oh my God, am I like a slave? Do, am I am I like owning myself as a slave? But I'm like, I think that's slavish behavior. And I would prefer for me to be my master than Instagram. I don't want Instagram to be my slave driver. I want me to be my slave driver. I'm much better at it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make much better um, tasks for myself. <laughs> I made this analogy in my newsletter this week that you want to think about, and I'm always doing this in meditation. I, I use the Sam Harris waking up meditation, which is a bit trippy because he's always making you think about like, he get, he makes you open your eyes and look around the room and he's like, all of that is just like, you just made it up. This room doesn't even exist. I'm like, ah, existential crisis, it's too early. Or he'll make you point at your head and go, you have no head. There is nothing there. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but I know what he's trying to do. He's trying to help you realize that there is this like separation between reality and your observation of reality and how i like to think about that as an analogy is thinking about your whole life as a computer game and the separation comes through imagining you are the character in the computer game so that's moving around and then you are also the controller of the character with the control panel, right? Moving the character around. And sometimes we associate, or if I think we associate too much with the character in the game, immersed in the game, I kind of equate that to being caught up in emotions, dragged into scrolling Instagram, making poor choices about food, skipping the gym, not doing the work, having doubt, thinking I can't do it, thinking, oh, my goals are stupid, or why am I doing that? Giving into other people's requests of you, putting other people's priorities ahead of your priorities, and just kind of getting caught up in the current of emotions and of external distractions. And I feel like if you can be in the seat of the person 
person who has the control panel and who's moving the character around and who can have that more observational point of view during the day not like you can't constantly have that but if you can switch into that as much as possible through the practice of meditation then you're able to see ah I'm, you know, I understand my action there. I'm, I'm kind of giving into impulses there that are not going to lead me down a good path or, oh, I'm getting swept up now in emotional, like negative emotion there and having doubts. And that's really throwing me off course. And when I do start getting too immersed and associated with the avatar, with the character within the game, my reset button is always to go to bed really early that day and write down everything that's going to happen the next day like plan tomorrow today clarify all of my thoughts and like leave the devices out of the room and just clarify everything on a piece of paper and be like this is the roadmap for tomorrow get excited about it you're going to do it and we're getting up early and i kind of that's my reset because it, it, definitely life you know you start saying a lot of yeses to things chaos starts coming into your world and you're like oh no i've, I've too many things distracting me now too many other responsibilities that are taking me away from my main thing and i have a strong i'm bullish about the idea that hard work uh, yeah important talent not even that important the most important thing is focus and people who do really well are just people who chose to not do anything else very well they just said i'm going to be good at this one thing and all my energy attention neurons are firing in the direction of this one goal this one clear 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 goal um and you continue to fine tune and clarify that that vision that mission that that goal that destination so yeah i hope those ideas are helpful I think everybody can do this. I think everybody is up against it in terms of being swept up in the distractions of the world and the people and the environment that you're in. But you can absolutely take a step back and start saying no and start creating space and start creating structure. And don't be afraid of structure and routine. It is freedom if you can really get a handle of it, right? Reframe discipline. Discipline's your friend because discipline is the thing that pushes you into doing hard things and hard things that you care about that you want to do that are a choice right that you've chosen to do and doing hard things puts you into a state of flow and being in a state of flow is probably just the key to happiness like it's the most joyful you don't feel like time is passing you are immersed you are free you like it's the most free you'll ever feel as a human all of a sudden all the worries switch off and you're just engaged who doesn't want more of that in their life that's what's up for today i hope you enjoyed this episode and i look forward to putting out another next week i think we're doing okay i think we're doing good just scared i, I am scared that i have taken on a little bit more than i can handle because uh, if I'm doing a podcast and a YouTube and some shorts and a sketch and running my community and taking on new students, but it's all so fun and I've all the time in the world at the moment. Having to walk the walk of all of these pillars in my program like vocal technique, being productive, having a good mindset, being artistic, da da da, is probably the best perk of my job. So thanks for watching or listening and look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye.